Welcome to the Coffee and Chi Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Lashan, where we talk to people who are raising the vibration of the planet. As a high vibe entrepreneur myself, I get to cross paths every day with amazing change makers, people who are living in alignment with their life purpose. Let's fill our coffee cup and get that high vibe energy flowing. Welcome back, high vibe beings. How are you moving your body? Are you getting out each day in nature and appreciating the world around you? I know that when I'm feeling frazzled and I'm in overwhelm, a good walk, run, or hike, it raises my vibe, calms the crazy, and I just overall, I feel more grounded. Getting out and moving also, it gives me time for deep reflection. Some of my greatest problem solving happens on a long walk. There was a period of time where I actually, I woke up very, very early in the morning, a number of times each week um, with friends, and we always called it our morning therapy because it's really powerful, truly life-changing. As we look for natural ways to bring our bodies into balance, you may want to consider a daily yoga practice. Our guest today, Daria Drake, she discovered the power of yoga in her own life, and now she teaches others how to bring this together with awesome self-care. And she speaks to the power of just moving your body and how powerful that is. So take a listen and then jump over to follow Daria on Instagram. She has an incredible Instagram page. You're going to love it. Or you can catch her um, on YouTube or on her website. She has some really great meditations that you can jump onto as well. So you're going to love this. Let's welcome Daria. Well, welcome, Daria. It's so great to see you again. Great to see you also, Lori. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. And um, before we get started, what's in your coffee cup this morning? This morning and many other mornings, I've been enjoying um, a tea that my brother and his wife gave me. It's a black tea and it has rose and cardamom in it. And I'll just drink it. Yeah, it's so yummy. I'll just drink it either straight or sometimes I'll froth up some oat milk and make sort of like a a chai tea. That sounds amazing. I love, I mean, I don't know where this came from and somebody probably knows, but the rose and cardamom combination, like I love that with chocolate. I love that with coffee. It's such a great combo. (laughs) It's totally beautiful, fragrant, and Yes, what I love about this, about the rose and cardamom combination is that they're cooling spices. And I tend to run on the fire side of things. So I'm always looking for like cooling, cooling herbs and spices. (laughs) So yummy. So we're going to dive in today to all the benefits of, of yoga. Yeah, I started my yoga practice in 2016 without um, really knowing what I what was going to happen with it. I I know that I started doing it for one reason, and that's probably a reason that a lot of people start doing it so that they can feel fit and like look good and be this yoga person and as time went on, um, I started like to get that yoga high after I would practice. And 
really started realizing, oh, okay, there's like definitely more to this than, you know, just looking good and like feeling better. Um, I also had an eco-conscious lifestyle business at the time and, and was very, um, in my programming of like high anxiety and very stressed and like feeling that I always had to be working and achieving and like accomplishing and doing things. And so when I decided to do my teacher training in 2018, again, I had no idea why I was doing it, but I just was going to do it. I didn't have any intention to be a teacher, but after that first weekend, I, or even just that first day, I came home and I was like, wow, I'm going to sleep good tonight. (laughs) And I find like, I didn't have any, anything running through my mind. My anxiety was like totally eliminated. You know, it was of course just one day, but um, it was a glimpse into the future for me with what was going to happen as I continued practicing yoga. And it really broke down the westernized perspective of what yoga is. And again, going back to, you know, if I say yoga, I bet, you know, most people will think of like thin, able-bodied people in, in spandex, like doing these hard poses. And what I really came to understand through my, my um, training is that yoga is a path for our self-realization. It's a path to connecting our mind, body, and spirit. And it's a path for transforming our trauma, which, yeah, I was so fortunate. My, um, My yoga teacher, she is a trauma therapist and has been practicing yoga for decades. And so to be as like, to have just so happened to have landed in that container with her, you know, I felt really, really fortunate because um, of what I was able to break through and like, you know, where it's brought me now today. Yeah. So I ended up doing um, 200 hour training and then the 300 hour training, which I'm still working on the paperwork for my 300 hour training. (laughs) Um, but with full intention to like get through that. And now I love to use yoga to help people reset their nervous systems so Mm -hmm. that they can feel calm and clear and present in their lives. And especially with like my one-on-one work, helping women leaders step back into their power and their agency over their lives. I know that I was working within many limitations that were not even really my own prior to um, doing this trauma training and doing this yoga training. And now I just see so much more potential um, to help bring more women up and to help them create their vision for their lives. And, you know, I think collectively that's a real movement. That is so cool because I mean, I just think of, um, I, I grew up dancing and, 
and just that like energy of the movement in your body and how that can be really powerful. Um, so what you're saying, it just makes so much sense. That's so cool. Yeah. And we are energetic beings. Like that's been another path that I've kind of gone down. I'm doing another training about, um, it's meridian yoga therapy, which is all about the energetics of our body and they're all systematized and connected. Like, and it's been amazing as I've been doing that training, like even like just get it, you know, you just keep getting stronger and you keep getting like more in your body. And like, I don't know, it's like life is just more real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, when they talk about, um, have you heard of like the wonder woman pose? Um, I know the Wonder Woman pose, but I haven't (laughs) heard of the Wonder Woman pose, so to speak. There is is a pose, and I I can't remember how, I will have to find this, but where um, they talk about when you get into the Wonder Woman pose, it actually, like, empowers you. Like, you have a total overall body feeling, like, change in your body because of it. Yeah, yeah. I totally believe that I have, there's a section in one of my readings that's all about mudras, which are Mm -hmm. um, like hand positions. And there's one, I think it's like, I think it's like this and your listeners can't see, unfortunately, (laughs) but but it's the same thing. It's like, this is going to help like activate um, that power that you have, your solar plexus, which I realized that's our energy center. And so if we can fire up that energy center, then like we've got all systems on board, right? Oh, true. Oh my gosh. So when you practice yoga, do you have a certain style that you use or a certain style you suggest for, for this type of like working through trauma and, mm-hmm. and feeling more empowered? Is there a certain style that is um, more beneficial for that? I think the most important thing is that you do what your body is asking you to do. And for much of the pandemic, I... <laughs> I just rolled around on the floor with my journal and just had to like deconstruct the buildup that was in my body from running on fumes for so many years, trying to do this eco-conscious business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I, and it, and also I think it's important for anybody who wants to have a yoga practice to realize that you know, do what your body's asking for. And it's going to be different. Like it's okay. If sometimes you can't balance on one leg, Mm -hmm. it's okay. If one day, you know, you feel really strong and like abled, able-bodied. And then the next day you just feel like, you know, a chrysalis of slop inside a cocoon. Um, I just, you know, I think it's so important that we approach yoga with curiosity and not an achievement. So in saying that, (laughs) I think yin yoga is a really beautiful practice for working with trauma and yin yoga is where we go into a pose very gently and we hold it for a long time. And that gives our body time and space to open. And 
our bodies hold emotions. Like this is part of the energetics. So as we stay in these poses, we can release emotions, which is why I think having the journal nearby is so good Yeah, because thoughts just arise. And then you can just like, Oh, okay. I'm going to roll over. I'm going to write down these things and like, just let my pen flow for a little while. And then now I'm going to rest on my side over here. Um, I also, uh, so yes, there's the physical yoga practice, which, um, I think doing the yin yoga is a beautiful approach for anybody and all bodies. And also in yoga, you know, we have one of them is breathing our, our breathing practice It's called pranayama and it can be something as simple as like sitting in a supported space, closing your eyes, breathing in for four and breathing out for four. But this does amazing things for our nervous system and helping us to find that calm and focus. And again, coming back to that, you know, why, why I keep coming back to the nervous system and our response to things is that when we have programming and we have trauma, we are limited, whether consciously or subconsciously. And so when we drop into these practices, we can rewire our neural pathways mm -hmm. so that when we come out of it, it's like, okay, I feel more in my body. I have more agency and I know that this is the thing that I need to be doing in the world, or at least this is the next step that I need to be taking for my life and just like really helping empower and just give that power back to people of over their own health and over their own lives yeah. um, and, and their work in the world. That's powerful. So um, do you have like a suggestion for, so if someone was practicing this, you know, is it better to practice like daily, like for a certain amount of time or, you know, like time-wise or like say three times a week for longer periods of time? Or is, is there like a suggestion for that or is it just different for everyone? I'm so glad you asked that question. I talked to a lot of women and I think that we can get really intimidated by the idea of like having a yoga practice and thinking that we have to do like an hour or like 45 minutes or even 20 minutes of like, oh, I need to do 15 sun salutations and this and that and the other. I think when we're starting, it's great to start small and then build on that practice. And yes, what to your point, it is relative to every single person. Like if you um, live alone and you don't have children or animals or anything, and you have like an an easier job, like, like maybe you can roll your yoga mat out, no problem for an hour and just like be present with it. And there's also like, again, our nervous system to come back to when we're on the yoga mat, it can be uncomfortable, especially if we don't have somebody guiding us. And that kind of like makes us want to escape the mat and like get through it. Our minds might start thinking about different things. So I, I would recommend you know, just set a timer for 10 minutes to start, get on your mat and try to just stay with your breath and, you know, 
do what feels good. If you feel like you need an energizing practice, start with some sun salutations. If you feel tired, if you've been feeling anxious, maybe the answer is to do some sun salutations and then get on the ground and roll on your side. What do you do for your own self-care? Okay. So for my self-care, <laughs> I do a lot. <laughs> and I did all, especially um, when the pandemic started, that, that was the most self-care I ever <laughs> did in my entire life. I was like, okay, time, it's time. Um, I, of course, love my yoga and breathwork practice, practices. Um, and then that can include like, you know, that can be a whole ritual of like pulling tarot cards lighting incense and just like really sitting with myself in ritual. So I would say ritual is like one form of self-care. I mean, I guess they're all really rituals. I also love to turn on like super fun, pumpy music and just kind of rock out in my room. (laughs) It takes me back to high school days, but it's such a great energetic release and like pump of, I guess it's endorphins or dopamine. I'm not sure what my body's producing at that point, but, um, it can get me, you know, definitely hyped up to like do work or like brainstorm or like create art or whatever that is. Um, and also I like to just go, we have a beautiful river that runs through, um, Durham County, And I love to just, especially when it's warm outside, I'll go and take my shoes off and walk barefoot by the river and just hang out, maybe bring a hammock and chill out near nature. I, I know I live in a beautiful place and I just, I'm so grateful every day. I don't know how people like cannot be in, (laughs) in, in nature, you know, it's so amazing. Oh my goodness. I am in agreement with you. I am <laughs> concrete jungle is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you bring up the dancing and movement and, and music. And it's funny when you said that, I was thinking when my children were little, we used to do that a lot. And it's really fun, you know, because it's a playful time. There's no reason why I can't do this now, even though I've grown children, right? <laughs> it's like, do so it. <laughs> Gonna have to do it when you're a mom, you know, and like you need more energy. <laughs> yes, yes, and we and we need it like to build our businesses and to like build ourselves up. I I truly right. believe that. Absolutely. So, if someone was going to work with you, what would that look like? Yeah. So right now, I have a one-on-one coaching available. And it is alignment coaching and I help heart-centered leaders step into alignment with their higher self so that they can live their purpose in pleasure. And that, that pleasure piece is really important to me because I think so many of us who are healers, so many of us who are in service, um, we have been kind of tricked into believing that to serve means like, you got to sacrifice yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it's gotta be hard. You have, you know, you have to give before you receive, you know, especially, I mean, I live in the South, like growing up in the South, 
what you put everybody else's, especially a Southern woman, you put everybody else's needs before your own. And that was part of my, one of my pandemic lessons was like, no, because if I don't put myself first, like I'm never going to be first because everybody else is out there taking care of their own stuff and themselves first. So that's what I have to do for myself. So I think that's like an important shift in the way that we see how we serve and like, how can I invite more pleasure and joy into my life? Like, is it dancing? Is it, you know, singing? What does it look like? What brings me joy? Absolutely. So you have a, um, a treat for our listeners, which they can find in the show notes, um, the full spectrum self-care ritual, um, and, um, it's for heart centered leaders. Did you want to add any more about that? Um, I just, I'm so excited to have this offer for your listeners. Uh, I think a lot of us get a little tripped up when it comes to this idea of self-care. And so this is just kind of, um, you know, it's a framework. So it has some mind, it has some body and it has some heart in it. And the idea is that like, you can look over the whole thing and figure out what you have time for and just adjust to fit your life. You know, maybe I just have time to do this one thing. Maybe I have time for all three, but like just a couple minutes each. Um, so it really is a framework. You can do the whole thing as is, or just like chop it up into pieces, whatever suits your life and floats your boat. Love it. Well, gosh, thank you so much for being here today and giving us all this great information. It was a pleasure and a joy to speak with you, Laurie. I absolutely love talking about this stuff. So I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I hope we see you again. Totally. Me as well. Give Daria a follow, reach out and let her know what you got out of this episode and do jump on her YouTube channel. You can find the links to Daria in our show notes. Join us in our next episode with the millennial money witch, Jessica De Silva. Please make sure that you are subscribed so you don't miss this next episode. Are you someone that wants to live more in alignment with the moon cycle? Go to my website, laurielashan.com and sign up for my moon inspired emails. You can also connect with me to get 25% off your purest and most potent essential oils. Schedule a free session with me on my Linktree link as well. Have a blessed and high vibe day.